Okay. And now we're finishing. No, we're not finishing up because we're going to have one more installment after this. But this yeah. is another uh, Summer Hits. Uh, this one hits close to home because we've yeah. had both of these come into where we work. A lot. A lot. So yeah. uh, tonight we're talking about boating accidents mm-hmm. and motorcycle accidents, mm-hmm. which we could talk about motorcycle accidents for the next oh, four months and still not cover no. all the friggin' motorcycle accidents. No. Um, so, with that being said, we're going to turn over to Sparkles and let mm-hmm. her talk about motorcycles. Uh, bikes. I'm, boats. S- I'm talking about boats. <laughs> boats, bikes, motorcycles, something with pedals. <laughs> something that we do in the summer. <laughs> People die. <laughs> so, I did boat accidents. Mm-hmm. Um, I got this information from the U.S. Coast Guard 2017 Recreational Boating Statistics. Oh, I didn't know they had that. They do. They have That's statistics Coast Guard. on everything. Anything to do with the water. This has nothing to do with boating accidents, but did you see... Well, okay. (laughs) Did you see the video of the Coast Guard going after the drug submarine? Yes, and they were literally on the submarine, like, like, knocking, jumped off their boat, and like, open up! And I was like, oh my god, it was so so hot right now. (laughs) So hot, I've never liked the Coast Guard You would never get me on a submarine. He's literally standing on a submarine. That's going fast. All it has to do is go under, and I'm going to drown. I mean, he could probably swim. But, yeah. I mean, suction, probably. It's but I, a, I think it goes slow. I would be so freaked out. I think I'd hold on. Like, I know. Yeah, what is happening? Yeah, I did see that. Was it was cool. so awesome. So, Coast Guard, that was Coast really Guard, cool. You're getting your props. So Getting cool. your props and yep. scissors and scrubs. Yep. Loved it. <laughs> Anyways, these are the boating statistics from 2017. From Recreate, the Coast Guard. That's recreational. Really, it did tie in. Yeah. It did tie in. Recreational boating. So, where cause of death was known, 76% of the people who died were, died due to drowning, and 84.5% of those who died due to drowning were not wearing life jackets. Unbelievable. So you think, like, I'm uh-huh. reading this, I'm like, that's crazy. Like, I always wear life jackets. Dumbasses. Yeah. So, but then you think about it, you're like, no, you don't. Yeah, I know. You know, but. My kids wear them. Right, but the I don't kids wear them. on a boat always have one on, and then other than that, like, adults very rarely, like, you, if you think about it, you very rarely see an adult with a life jacket on. Um, where, Length of the boat was known. Eight out of every ten boaters drowned were using vessels less than twenty-one feet in length. That means nothing to me. So they're using like math. a rowboat or a kayak, oh, or small, like a small, small little vessel, a small boat. That mm-hmm. is where um, eight out of ten boaters drown on those boats. You would think the bigger boats, because usually the bigger boats are in deeper water. And you're going faster, you hit yeah. your head, you're knocked on... Con- no, it's like... The canoe tips and you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you look good. <laughs> you're like a curl to you. What is happening? All of a sudden, I'm like... <laughs> He's like, this fucking podcast is killing me. <laughs> Sorry, this is not a funny subject. No, it's very sad. Um, where was I? You were talking about small vessels. Small vessels, very small <laughs> vessels, and that's why most people drown. Alcohol use is the leading known contributing factor in fatal boating accidents. That's such a shocker to I me. Mean, so surprising. It, I can't even believe it. Mm-hmm. It was listed as the leading factor in 19% of the deaths. I mean, it's... I'm going to go through these stats, but it's all like you're, I'm reading it and I'm like, yes, this is what happens all the time. And then I'm like, but why? Like, yeah. you can't drive a car without a license. Mm-hmm. You can't let a 13-year-old kid drive a car. You can't but boats, it's all drink off. open containers on a boat. I mean, on a in a car, but like, you're just, it's a boat. It's fun. But it's, I mean, these are. They're dangerous. They're dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's like driving a car. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. Um <laughs> We're, boats are like New Hampshire, live for your dive. Right, that's how boats are. It's like you're international waters. Yeah. Anything goes. Anything happens. Um, where instruction was known, 81% of deaths occurred on boats where the operator did not receive boating safety instruction. 81%. So you're just getting a boat going out there and, hey, see what happens. Live for your die. Right. But, okay. like, I mean, honest to God, I've driven people's boats. I've never had a... Yes, but I'm usually driving with somebody who knows what they're doing. Yes, but then if they're talking, are they yeah. doing this or that? And like you hit, you hit a reef, boom, boom. right? You hit a rock in mm-hmm. the water, like the lake or whatever. Um, 
Only 14% of deaths occurred on vessels where the operator received a nationally approved boating safety education certificate. Very interesting. So it really cuts down. Mm-hmm. So maybe Education helps. Education yeah. is good. It's kind of a key component. Yep. Um, there were 172 accidents in which at least one person was struck by a propeller. Oh, those are rough. Those are a lot. Are I mean, rough. we see those a lot. Yeah. Um, these types of injuries resulted in 31 deaths and 162 injuries. Oh, those little limbs severed. Yeah, 162 injuries with oh. those. Um, operator inattention, improper lookout, operator inexperience, machinery failure, and alcohol use rank as the top five primary contributing factors in accidents. So, like we said, you know, attention, you're yep. partying, you're having fun, you're drinking. You're driving it, but you don't have anybody looking out for you, mm-hmm. like for your, um, you know, for rocks or yeah. for objects in the water or for your jet ski, your water skier or your tuber or, you know, like oh, you need somebody specifically to pay attention yes. as a lookout. But you don't, you don't think these are things mm-hmm. like you just don't think of on a normal basis. Um, the most common vessels involved in reported accidents were open motorboats, which were 40%. 46% of the time, personal watercraft, which was 18% of the time, and cabin motorboats were 16% of the time. Um, vessels with the highest percentage of death deaths were open motorboats, kayaks, and personal watercraft. You see those all the time on the news. Kayak right. flipped, canoe Kayak. flipped, yep. two people missing, mm-hmm. dragging the waters. Like, it's constant. I mean, there's been three this week on the mm-hmm. news. Yep. My child doesn't believe me. Oh, it's caught. Well, because they don't watch the news. Right. Watch the news. You'll see it every day. That's just what you see. No, it's no, literally it's on, on the, the news. news. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have, we get boating injuries. A lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. People fall. You're going at a high rate of speed. They fall over the edge. They hit the head. When you hit water That's at a high hard. rate of speed, it's like concrete. Yep. You're going unconscious. You drown. You well, have a I head mean, injury. You remember that time we were down at Myrtle Beach, right? Uh-huh. And yeah. we were riding the banana boat. And I got launched that, at a high rate of speed. You did. <laughs> yes, it hurt. And yeah. then I had a complete meltdown because I was sure my legs were going to be taken off by a great white. By a shot. Because <laughs> it was murky, muddy water. And then I was laughing so hot I couldn't get on the boat. And we couldn't get you on the boat. <laughs> it was like one of those dead fish like flopping. <laughs> it was literally like a fish in a fishing boat the way you were flopping. Because I couldn't stop laughing. And then I couldn't stop yeah. laughing. It was not good. I mean, I got launched. It was that thing. It was. You went right off the back. It was hysterical. These yeah. are not funny. No, they are not hurt when I hit the water at yeah. like 50. Yeah. Some, I mean, well, these injuries are awful that people fall getting onto a boat from a dock because the boat moves away. Yeah, no one's holding it in. It. They get their leg caught in between. The propellers are a huge issue. Issue that people don't think of. Oh, I think of it all the time. I mean, I think of it all the time. <laughs> I turn on a cruise and all I can think about is like, oh, I fall off. I'm going to get chopped up by the propellers. That's because we see them. Mm. You see people come in with huge lacerations on their arms, mm-hmm. their legs, their trunks, everywhere. People lose limbs in these propellers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the story I went with, which is awful. Um, I got this on WBZ, WBZ CBS4. Um, a girl... Um, named Nicole, and I'm not going to say her name, last name right, and I feel awful. It's, I really am not going to say it. Nicole Berthwam? Berthwam? That's good. I'm, I'm like sorry. It. I'll go with it. Um, was on a boat on um, May 30th, 2015, in Boston Harbor. Um, she was on it with 13 other people. She, They were out, you know... Memorial Day weekend, just cruising around. There's all islands out Is in Boston. Harbor. the lawyer was driving the boat? Yes. Mm-hmm. The boat was called Not Guilty. <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah. So, what an asshole. Uh, it was N-A-U-T, like a yeah. Not, not, yeah. nautical. Not guilty. Um, they had 13 people on this boat. They were just out playing, having fun in the water. I think they might have been by Spectacle Island. Mm-hmm. Um, there was two different stories, like, of why she was off the boat, but it one of them was um, a football was, you know, they were throwing a football, went off the boat. She went into the water to get it. She got caught See, up. I had heard different that she fell off the back. Right. So I felt, I heard she fell off, but this story seemed to line up with what happened afterwards more. So okay. I think right. I'm going with this one. Um, so anyways, the football went off the boat. She went into the water to get the ball. When she was coming back around, she got caught up in a rope and dragged her into the propeller. <gasps> It, oh, that's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. 
Um, oh the God. other story I had heard, she fell off, was trying to get back on, and got caught up in the propella. Right. Either way, she got caught in this propella. Um, it sliced her right arm off above Seven. the elbow. Gone. Gone. Yeah. Um, they had people go back in after she was taken by rescue boat to look for the eye. I mean, it was gone off of her body, gone. Um, Imagine that washing up at the beach. I, I don't remember if they, I, this is, I don't remember if they got it or not, but it was too, I mean, it was yeah. too oh far God. gone. She lost her right arm above the elbow. Um, she also had other injuries to her body from the propeller blades. Um, so I'm assuming then the boat was moving. The boat was not but the moving, was but they going. didn't shut the engine off. Okay. So that is the key ingredient here. And I always, I, since. In this case, that's going to go to court? It already did. Okay. Um, in this case, but it also, like, since this happened a few yeah. years ago, it's triggered in my mind, like, the kids will be tubing or something off the back of the boat, and then, you know, they fall off. Be careful. The yeah. boat stops, but I'm always like, is the, is it off? Right. Is it off? Like, I always, is that off before my kids come towards right. the back of this boat? Um, because you can sit in one spot, but the propellers can keep yes. turning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just always please make sure the engine is completely off the propellers and not turning before anybody <clears throat> goes near that um, propeller because that's how a lot of these accidents happen. They, you know, people try to get back they're on. They're idling. Right, they're idling, but the propellers are still spinning. You get cut Slice. up. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so she, this poor girl, lost her right arm. Um, Alexander Williams was the person at the wheel mm-hmm. at that point. It was not his boat. He had not planned on driving the boat at any time during this, but the owner of the boat was in the water swimming or playing or, you know, whatever they were doing in the water, he was in the water at the time. Okay. So this guy and was at they the helm. like, significantly older than the girls that are on the boat? This girl was 19 at the time. These people were in their 30s. They're yeah. lawyer. This Alexander was younger. He was in his 20s, I think, but he worked at the law firm. Um, so he pled guilty to negligent operation of boat of a boat. Because booze was involved, too, wasn't it? Apparently, a tech said he had enough enough booze to kill a horse. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So he pled guilty to negligent operation of a boat and wiping his cell phone clean. (gasps) So he got rid of texts that that were on the cell phone. scoundrel. I don't mean to be hijacking your story. I'm sorry. No, no. It was, that was part of, um, the owner of the boat, I'm also not going to say his name right, Benjamin Herbalis, Herbalis. I like Herbalist. Yeah. Sounds he, like he does something. Yeah. He happened to be an uh, OUI attorney. That's what he did. He oh defended God. OUIs. Wow. Yep. That's, wow. I guess they should have named the boat Irony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not not guilty. Um. So anyways, this poor girl lost her arm. It was due to use of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, a driver of a boat not knowing how to do it. Mm-hmm. Never had been educated on driving a boat. Never, you know. Didn't have any class. Like, all of the things that were in the top reasons why boating accidents happened was going on. Wasn't a spotter saying, hey, turn the propellers off. She's coming on the boat. You know, like. Could you imagine that going on? Like, I say could you imagine all the time. Apparently, I don't need to because it's happening. It happens. I think I say it every episode. But, like, you're in that boat. And there goes around floating by you. Like. And, I mean, the blood that turns up on that propeller. Like, luckily, they were, like, boats. You know, there's. Because there's a lot of people out at that time at those islands, so there was people right there. Rescue was right there. They took her on a rescue boat into the hop, you know, into the shore. Mm-hmm. And you're in Boston, so there's eight thousand hospitals to go to. The EMTs met them there. You know, they had a tourniquet on already. Oh they got her to the hospital, but the arm was already gone. I mean, they saved her life. But the arm was is gone. traumatic, no matter what. Yes, but I think your arms, because you can't really hide it. No, but and it's, you see that surfer who got her arm bit off by a shark. Yeah, I mean, she's just. It's just. It's so. Def- Forming. Like, your leg, you can put pants on. and Yeah. I, I, you know, in your arm, you that's what you do everything with. Your right. legs, like, I always just, I don't know, I think I could handle my legs more than my arms. I mean, I don't want to think of either of situation. Legs, but. but this, you know, and then they have pictures of her on the stand because she testified, you know, against these people. And, um, I mean, it's it's literally, I mean, she pretty she much just, just has a shoulder. You know, Ooh, like, clean. just, it's cl- So it's how do you up. even put a tourn- tourniquet on that? Do you know I don't, that pay, they must have. I mean, she has like a a small stump. stump, but it's not like down to her elbow. I right. mean, it's high. It's very, it's very obvious. And she's, you know, the father was like, she's handicapped for the rest of her life. Um, She was 19, you know, yep. it was just a terrible, yep. terrible, again, out having a good day, having fun, 
nothing malicious. The guy never intended to drive this, and he didn't intend. But if you drink enough to kill a horse, subconsciously, yeah, you did. Because you are out of control now. Right, but he didn't intend to ever drive the boat. Like, that was never his. He was not going on the boat to take a ride. He was going on as a passenger. Then why did he get behind the wheel? Think because the owner of the boat was in the water. So some, you know, I don't know if they decided to try. I have no idea. But he didn't maliciously, you know. It wasn't his intention, obviously. Um, but not sketchy. I don't trust lawyers. It was lawyers. a terrible, terrible story. Sorry to all the lawyers who might listen. Yeah. Um, and then I have another one of in, from New Hampshire. It happened on August. Live free or die, baby. Yep. Live free or mm-hmm. die. August 11th, which is my mother's birthday, um, oh. last year. The State Police Marine Unit, along with Meredith Police and Fire, um, responded to a report of an accident on Lake Winnipesaukee. I was going to say, this has to be Winnipesaukee. Yep. You know, huge lake around yep. here. Everybody goes up. There's all boats, jet ski. Like, everybody's on the water. There's so many boats. Like, it's I don't crazy. think there's any fish left in the lake because no. it's so... You can't swim. Yeah, it's yeah. just all boats. Um, uh, so they get there. A 35-year-old man was ejected from a Yamaha jet boat, and he suffered a head injury. Oh. Um, a 13-year-old boy... Who was operating the boat at the time? A 13-year-old. Yep. Um, suffered injuries to his face and hand because the boat, which was traveling at just 12 miles an hour, very slow, you know, mm-hmm. crawling along. They had come from a fireworks display, mm-hmm. and they were driving back, you know, to the cottage or whatever. Slowly, 12 miles, like very, like, yeah. oh, come He's on. Putting, you putting, can, putting. Yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah, you want to give it a whirl. Well, it's a lake. There's a rock. Oh, They no. hit the rock. The 35-year-old goes off the boat, head injury. This kid suffers face and hand injury. There were two other people on the boat who were not injured, luckily. Um, but, you know, they, they obviously do investigations just like they would a car accident. And they're like, no alcohol. You know, nothing went wrong. He just had a rock. Just an untrained person mm-hmm. driving a boat. Insufficient lookout. It was mm-hmm. dark. It was late. And they hit a rock in the middle of the water. So you just have to be careful. Oh, my God. Do you Boats remember? are not toys. Booze cruise was it last year, two years ago in Boston Harbor? And the, the kid, kid did a handstand yes, on, on the, the railing, railing and yes. went in. And they have the light on him, and his friends jump him after him, and he died. He drowned. I could not believe yeah. he They were like, he was right here. Yeah, they knew they could see him. They were going to get him, yeah. and he drowned. And he drowned. Yep. Who I just can't. It's awful. Boats, yeah. I mean, they're fun. They terrify I love me going night. on a boat. Water at night terrifies Yes, it's me. very, I mean, it's pitch black. Well, yeah, and the sharks like to eat it. I mean... But, you know, you just think, like, oh, I'm going to have a good time. I love going on a boat. I love a boat ride. Mm-hmm. I love a fast boat ride. I Jet ski. I love all that. I love to tube. I love to water yep. ski. I love all that stuff. But then I get in the back of my mind, like, I'm in the skis and I'm behind the boat. And I'm yep. like, okay, propellers. Someone's going to watch me. You know, like, you yep. have to just always make sure who you're with on that boat knows this what they're job doing. has been trained. I know. Has ruined me. Yes. For yeah. everything. Yeah. Nothing's because fun anymore. <laughs> I only see the death and destruction that's going to happen mm-hmm. if it goes wrong. I cannot enjoy. I'm on the cruise. The whole time I'm on the cruise, I'm like, somebody's going to fall off. We're going to go off the edge. This could do this. That We're going to trip. Yeah. I yeah. just, I can't enjoy myself yeah. anywhere anymore because all I'm thinking about is everything that's mm-hmm. going to go wrong. And the kid's like, Mom, you got to relax. I'm like, oh, yeah? Well, don't forget when this happened. Yeah. Do you ever see this? Do you know news? what I saw? I'll show you pictures. And they're like, I don't want to see the pictures. Please don't show me any pictures. I'm like, oh, I'll show you if you don't show up. Listen. Oh. Yeah, it's it's horrifying. But again, I love it. Enjoy yourself. Make sure who's driving is not drinking. Mm-hmm. Make sure it there is a... Education on boats. Has in knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. knows the rules, knows what to look out for. Have They have a lookout because they can't see everything. Right. That they're in control and then there's other, I mean, it's like driving a car. You don't know what the other person is. You know, like, right. you don't know how trained they are. You just always have to be, just be careful. Just be careful. They're machines. They're not toys. Right. They're a, don't let your 13-year-old drive your boat. Right. Which, again, mm-hmm. he wasn't doing anything wrong. I know. Like, but it's just accidents waiting to happen. Yeah. yeah. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that fun note, we're mm-hmm. going to move on to motorcycles because they're even more joyous. Yes. Yep. Um, I will say, being in the job I do, in working at the place we do, I have become beyond terrified of motorcycles. Yes. Yes. Beyond. My very first summer there, person on the back of a bike, no helmet, person driving the bike pops a wheelie, person on the back of the bike goes off the back, mm-hmm. cracks the, the head, head, organ donor the next day. Mm-hmm. So um, we are going to talk about motorcycles next. Mm-hmm. La la la. Because they're so happy. Yes. 
Um, so I get my information from the Government Highway Safety Association in Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. I am on Wikipedia constantly. Yeah, you should owe them money or something. I do it. I am. They're going to start charging me next. Yeah. So we're going to do a little brief history of motorcycles. Okay. They first appear in the 1860s. Pierre Marchand. I have totally pronounced that name wrong, but is I like French. how it sounds. Of course he's mm. French. Mm-hmm. Oui, oui, poo-poo. <laughs> he is the first company to construct bikes with pedals called velocipedes. <clears throat> Excuse me as I choke on my own spit. <clears throat> His son Ernest then takes that bike and puts a motor on it. He's he so smart. It's a small steam engine. Oh my god. A steam engine. Um, to one and voila you have a motorcycle mm-hmm. could you imagine like what are you shoveling coal between your yeah. legs like give me a coal car for the back of my motorcycle yeah. only and guys I can just see that. like let's make it the steam coming out that's our motorcycle version okay so the design comes to America when one of the employees of Pierre mm-hmm. files for a bike patent in the US in 1866 hmm. was his name Holly no Damn they're it. coming though okay in 1868, you have Sylvester H. Roper of Roxbury, Massachusetts. Ooh. He developed a twin-cylinder steam velocipede with a coal-fire burner between the legs. A coal-fire mm, burner? that would a coal-fire yeah. burner between your legs? i got a coal-fire burner. <laughs> right here. Anyway, in 1896, Sylvester dies in a motorcycle accident. Shocking. In Cambridge, Massachusetts. Oh, didn't go far. I don't know if he's the first. I doubt he was the first motorcycle mm. accident, but it killed him. Yeah. So in 1894, you have Hildebrand and Wolf Mueller become the first series production of motorcycles, and theirs is the first to be called a motorcycle. Okay. The Excelsior Motor Company, based in England, produces a motorcycle in 1896 that is available to the public. Yeah. Thank God you guys gave that to the public. Mm-hmm. Gift. 1903, Harley Davidson oh, starts producing motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Uh, with bikes comes the new sport of let's race them. Well, we got them. Let's race them. It has an engine. You gotta, you gotta race, race it. it. So here comes motorcycle racing. They're tougher. They're faster, and they're more reliable because they're racing them now. So the mm-hmm. First World War ramps up motorcycle production because it's easier to communicate in all those trenches with the troops via motorcycles. Well, so they're pop, 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 no more steam burners, I guess. Yeah. Pop, 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 between the things. Harley Davidson dedicates over 50% of its output to the war, and after the war, Harley Harleys are being sold in 67 countries. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot more to the history. I'm Obviously. briefly touching it mm-hmm. because um, Harley really had a lot to do with it. Harley and Indian, American Indian motorcycles, maybe? Because I think my father had a Harley, but it was called an Indian. Yeah, because I think they absorbed. Oh, okay. Know. Uh, World War II sees another ramp up with motorcycle production, and after the war, the veterans start hanging out in loose, organized motorcycle clubs. I love a good motorcycle club. Sons of anarchy, Uh baby. Um, Motorcycles give a bad boy image, speaking of sons of anarchy. Mm -hmm. So they're seen in movies like Outlaw with um, Marlon Brando and Born to be Wild with Peter Fonda and the classic Wild Hogs with John Travolta <laughs> and Tim Allen. We just watched that the other night. I'm like, Wild Hogs. It's, I love that movie. Does it, are they bad boys, though? No, <laughs> God, not even a little bit. He's a dentist. It's hysterical, <laughs> no, though. They don't like Wild Hogs. Okay, so today's today bikes are worldwide and still seen as an image of freedom and rebellion. Yes. When I see a motorcycle, I right. see death and I see death, yeah. I see they terrify me. I'm waiting for somebody in front of me to just wipe out and go. I drive at a good clip. I do, too. I'm not going to lie. When there is a motorcycle, I drop back about, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, 10 miles. I'm going about 50. I'm waiting for them to dump. Yes. And I'm I don't. I'm waiting to on-site an accident every single time. And I, I'm wait. Yes, I'm waiting. I'm like, I'm gonna have to pull over and help. Mm-hmm. But then, not only that, I'm wait. I'm afraid they're gonna dump, and I'm gonna be on them, on them, them, and hit them. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm petrified. I swear to God, I'm driving up to Maine today, and there's a motorcycle in front of us. And my son's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "You just slowed down." I'm like, "Because there's, there's a motorcycle." And he's like, "But they're driving like a car." I'm like, "I understand that. But I'm waiting for them to spill." Yeah, they're I'm nothing waiting. like a car. No, which is why they terrify me. Yes, there was. No protection no, on a not. bike 
yeah. at all. Yeah. And this is not my lecture to motorcycle no, riders. No, no. Your business, mm-hmm. your freedom, your life. Mm-hmm. I will never put my ass on the back of a bike yeah. or any bike. And my kids know, unless you are out of my house, you are never allowed to yeah. bring a bike to my house. Um, motorcycles, they require more agility, coordination, mm-hmm. alertness when you're riding. Mm-hmm. They provide less protection in a crash. Yes. So an, an accident that's 20 miles an hour, you walk away from in a car accident, you're not going to walk away from on a bike. Right. You're going to lose a limb or you're going to die. <laughs> that's it. Or at least um, break something. You're going to die. <laughs> so there's a higher risk of an injury with bikes due to no protection and because they are smaller and less visible. So mm-hmm. people are not paying attention. We are in a distracted society on right. a good day. Right. And now you got bikes, some of them, like some... Most of them are very responsible, but most some of them come through traffic because yes. they don't want to wait. You're not paying attention. You're going to wipe one out. Where were we the other day? I think we were on 128. I think I might have just been with the kids, and these two guys were on these motorcycles. And again, my family rides motorcycles. Mm-hmm. My father always I rode a motorcycle. I have of friends who ride them. I don't have anything against They just terrify me because mm-hmm. I've seen too much. I've seen too much of them. And these two kids, I'm assuming they're kids because they would, you know, what the clothes I could see looked like they were younger. And they were cutting in and out of the stopped traffic on 128. Yep. Flying. And I was like, I'm afraid to get up there because I'm with my kids. Mm-hmm. And I know one of them's on the ground because it was slow and then it was stopped after they went through. And I was like, one of them's on the ground. Luckily, they weren't where I could see. So they must, I don't know if they're further up or hopefully nothing happened to them. But I was like, oh my God. I'm if not you even... ride one, ride it responsibly. If I'm on the highway and I'm, I drive at like 80 on the highway. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do. They pass me like I'm standing still. Yes. I literally stop breaking out yeah. of sweat and I start getting real nervous. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, I slow down. I'm like, nope, I don't want to onsite it. I, I freak out because all I think about, and nobody's wearing leather. No. Sometimes you're in New Hampshire, no They're helmets. They're shorts. You go down, you're done. Yeah. You're done. You're done. Okay. <laughs> so, in 2016, 5,286 deaths on Ugh. bikes. Second highest number of fatalities in two decades, only second to 2008, which had 5,300. No. 25% of people involved in bike accidents in 2016 were drunk. Wow. This is the highest percent of alcohol-impaired drivers than any other type of vehicle. So I would, I'm surprised by I that. I am too, but a part of me is not. Mm. A part of me is not. Um, recently, there's been a shift to older drivers having more fatalities. Mm-hmm. In 2017, several states reported an increase in older riders' deaths. Males present the majority of fatalities, though there has been an increase in the women mm-hmm. fatalities because you're having more, more women riders. Drivers. In 2016, motorcycles more frequently involved in fatal collisions with fixed objects. Wow. I'm hitting a pole. I'm hitting the Jersey barrier. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting a stop sign. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I live on. To get to my house. I shouldn't say I live on it because I right. don't live anywhere near it, but the Linway. Yeah. Last year, yes. guy's on his bike. He hit a pole. It cut him in half. Yes. Dead on impact. Yep. Cut him in half. Yep. And it's because you're not wearing a seatbelt, you get thrown. Right. You're going to you impale yourself on a fence. You're going to impale yourself mm-hmm. on something because you don't know where you're landing. Yes. And you have absolutely no control where you're going yeah. when you're launched at 80 miles an hour. Right. This is going to be a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get a lot of I know. Every motorcycle person, look, it's not you guys. It's just our fears. Yes. Helmets, helmets, helmets. For the love of God. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Yes. Point. Mm -hmm. In 2016, 1,859 lives are saved because of helmets. According to the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, Mm -hmm. which did the study on helmets, Helmets reduce the risk of head injuries in motorcycle crashes by 69%, mm-hmm. and they reduce death by 37%. Currently, 19 states have helmet laws, Massachusetts being one of them. Mm-hmm. 28 require the ages of 20, 18, or 17 and younger to wear helmets. Mm-hmm. Three states, Illinois, Iowa, and live for your die in New Hampshire, <laughs> no helmet at all. Nope. It's an ongoing struggle with riders as they feel it is an infringement on their right to choose. So I had a patient come in mm-hmm. from New Hampshire, mm-hmm. no helmet, had been at a diner, just got on his bike. Mm-hmm. The bike tipped, cracked his head on the um, the oh. curbing. Oh, yeah. Craney. Comes in for a f- mm-hmm. half a craniectomy. Mm-hmm. And I'm interviewing him and he's like, I 
never riding a bike again. And I'm like, if you had a helmet on, yeah. you'd have picked your bike up and walked away. Right. But because you weren't wearing a helmet, you smashed it on the mm-hmm. sidewalk. Like, you protect something. Yes. You know, I mean, in the head is leather, a very important. helmet, yeah. goggles, bugs going down your throat. Absolutely. Okay. So, now we go on to the accidents. Mm-hmm. June 21st, 2019, Randolph, New Hampshire. This just happened yes. last month. I am never pronouncing this kid's name. Okay? No, no. I couldn't believe the news did. Volodymyr Zhivkovsky. Mm-hmm. I think that was good. Voldemort, because I don't have another name okay. for him because I can't pronounce it. 23 of West Springfield, Massachusetts. He's not of West Springfield. He is from the Ukraine. He's he living lives in West, West Springfield. He crosses the double yellow line with his truck, and he collided with a group of 10 motorcycle people in a motorcycle group called the Marine Jarhead Motorcycle Club. Yes. He killed seven of the 10. Um, This asshole's driving record starts when he's 16. Mm -hmm. We're going to go through his driving record. In 2012, he's charged with speeding and driving without a license and re- um, negligent operation of a motor vehicle in West Springfield, Mass. Mm-hmm. He is 16 years old when that happened. Oof. 2013, at 17, his first drunk driving charge is in Springfield. His license suspended, but didn't keep him from receiving a commercial license in Massachusetts. So even if you had a regular license, he got a truck driving license. I don't understand I don't that. understand how this happens, because supposedly these licenses are supposed to be so hard to get, so I don't know what the mis- Mike has a CDL, and it's like he gets he doesn't even drive anymore. He just still has the mm-hmm. license. He doesn't drive for work anymore. He still gets random drug tests, like all this My stuff. My like, drove buses, the same thing. But, like I don't understand he how it was. He gets a commercial license in Massachusetts. Um, in 2014, he pleads guilty in Ohio for driving with a suspended license, speeding, providing false info, and possessing drug paraphernalia. Is that he, the one that's on tape? He's in Denny's. Yes. And he says, I'm fine. And they find, then they like find a crack, that crack pipe, pipe on him. Yeah. So in 2015, he's arrested in Connecticut for stealing ladders from a Home Depot. Guess he didn't realize you can drive up and just tell them you need one and they'll come out with one. Yeah. For you. you know, kind of like Jen Hewitt and her mm-hmm. boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, her husband. Um, in 2017, he's charged with possession of heroin and cocaine. No crack? No crack. Maybe it was crack cocaine. Maybe it was crack cocaine. February 2019, moving violation in Iowa, arrested for drugs in Texas at a Denny's. That's the one. Oh, okay. Okay. May 11th. It could be the 14th, but I can't read my writing. East Linzer, Connecticut. He's arrested for drunk and disorderly. During arrest, he has suicidal comments and extreme behavior, and he's sent to the Hartford Hospital for treatment. Mm -hmm. This is the month before the accident. 18 days before the accident on June 3rd, he's involved in a rollover crash in Baytown, Texas. My God. Driving a truck hauling five cars on I-10 when he crashes it. He flips the rig onto its side. Oh, my God. Nobody knows what the hell happened. 18 days later, he crosses the double yellow mm-hmm. line and he kills the seven people. Mm-hmm. He kills Michael Ferrazzi, 62, Albert Mazza, 59, Daniel Pereira, 58, Joanne and Edward Kaur, both 58, Desma Oaks, who is a woman, 42, and Aaron Perry, 45. Hmm. And God knows, I mean, I am praying to God they fry his ass, because how did he get away with all of that? I think it's going to go a little bit higher, because how does he have a license? How well, did he get a license? How does he not have a suspended license? How The state was negligent, like... It, they hadn't processed the paperwork for his license or I something? Think there's a, I think there's some investigations the, the head ongoing. Of the DMV retired. Yes. Or resigned. Resigned. He didn't yeah. retire, resigned. She, I think. Was it a she? I don't remember, but whatever. Now, and again, that's his fault, who's a driver of a car, but yes. you're hitting motorcycle. Like, if you hit the, a car and you had a seatbelt, you might have survived it. I mean, it was I a mean, terrible crash. Yeah, People would have been injured. are usually killers. But he was... But he took out seven people. And he but actually what I'm injured saying is, all ten. His in he didn't have severe injuries. No. And he was in a car. Yeah. Do you know? So yeah. just it's just. We. I mean, you can't control states, who's on the road with you. In my career, 
I have had somebody come in with an amputation at the hip mm-hmm. on scene, and they brought me the leg in a bucket. Mm-hmm. I've seen the ankle held on by a piece of skin. Yep. Countless, count, like my the way I categorize it is either you're coming in maimed yep. and your head is fine, or your body is fine and your head is junk yep. and you become an organ donor. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the doctors calls it biker bone when he needs bone from an organ donor he didn't call it organ donor bone he calls it biker bone mm-hmm. that, and he's like because that's where all it comes from all the bikers yeah it, i mean you have absolutely no protection at all mm-hmm. when you get in a car accident mm-hmm. none so i'm going to get in a car accident at 20 miles an hour i'm walking away from it you're walking away maimed or dead mm-hmm. happens every summer every yes. year the first, first one nice day, day. Yeah. all the motorcycles are out mm-hmm. nobody's paying attention mm-hmm. they're terrifying to me they're terrifying um, I have one more accident. I have a couple more. Um, in April of 2018, a 25-year-old male dies after doing 120 Ooh. miles an hour on his bike, and he crashed. Ugh. 120 miles I an mean, hour. I mean, yes. He was liquid when he yeah. hit the ground. A uh, 31-year-old male hits a furniture truck. 65-year-old Ooh. male thrown 60 feet on his Harley on 95, but survived. I don't know how he survived. Wow. A 42-year-old man test driving a motorcycle at the dealership crashed it and died oh oh my god we're ending on that note yes crashed it and died i don't understand it oh, if they pop a wheelie i'm passed out on the sidewalk like oh you my can't god. even revive no. me because no. i'm like oh, he's gonna die and i'm yeah. down you know like yeah. oh forget it forget it so i mean as much as you can get with motorcycle safety the leather works yes that prevents your ro- your road rash road rash is severe yeah i mean like Wound debridement after wound debridement on yep. picking uh, gravel up. I mean, months. you're in cert- multiple, multiple, multiple skin surgeries, grafts. Yep. skin grafts, um, vac dress, like a yep. sponge dressing on it that sucks all the like helps healing, but it's you're in the hospital or you're home, not yep. working. It's every time road I see rash a, a girl on the back with her little shorts oh, on, oh, yeah, her no, your legs that's all I picture. Your legs you are hit skinned. the pavement, you're done, yeah, you're done. You're like, skinned. these are the things that you, as yes. a nurse, you're thinking of. You're not thinking, wow, that looks like so much fun. You're thinking, oh, she's going to need a skin graft as yeah. she goes down. It's awful. Yeah, those shorts aren't going to help yeah. nothing. Multiple people I've seen fall off the back of them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a passenger or they pop away, oh, for whatever reason, you come off the back, crack the perineum. Yep. Multiple. Yep. From stem burns, to stern. The burns from the exhaust pipe on yep. the calves. Yep. How many people get those? Mm-hmm. So the leathers are almost a necessity. Yes. I, before I started really becoming terrified of them, the last time I rode a motorcycle was in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And there's no helmet law out there mm-hmm. at the time, or you didn't have to wear one over 20 or whatever. And we're out with like 20 people, and I am the only one with the brain bucket. <laughs> and they're all like, you know, you don't need one. I'm like, yep, but if this bike goes down, I might live to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. Like, You're all dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So you just, I mean, if you're driving, give them plenty space. of space. Yep. Don't try to be an asshole. If they cut into traffic, they're cutting through traffic. That's so be it. Don't open your door and try to stop them. So no, they can go my God. No. no. Don't, you know, do stupid things to motorcycles. Just say a little prayer for them when they go by and hope to God they make it to their destination because mm-hmm. they're bad news to me. I mean, we just we just see it all the time. All Again, the time. my whole family. Mm. They all drive. We're not a lot of fun at parties. <laughs> they all drive, and I'm always like, okay, well, I'll see you at work. Like, yeah. I literally, that's what I, that's my phrase for, like, all that stuff. Yep. Well, I'll see you at work. Yep. You don't want to see me, but I'll see you. I tell my kids, if it weren't for drinking and motorcycles, I wouldn't have a job. Yeah. So thank you very much. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, again, my cousins love it. My father loved it. My it's aunt a loved it. But like you said, with the older people getting more injuries, like, I, not that my aunt is old, but she was, <laughs> like, she put her motorcycle up for sale and she's like it's too heavy i can't control it anymore like she knew like i have to stop there's a limit and Mm -hmm. i cannot myself i think she'll get on her husband's but i she herself doesn't feel comfortable right driving it this statistic i've heard don't ask me where i've heard it but like a hundred percent of motorcycle owners will end up in an accident not everybody will die from well, it, but you're going to dump that bike at some point. Like mm-hmm. 100% of them will get in some kind of mm-hmm. accident. And almost everybody knows somebody who was in a motorcycle mm-hmm. accident. And a lot of us know tragic stories of somebody yep. in a motorcycle accident. My father was in a motorcycle accident. Oh, my God. So he has a boat, Quincy. Now he's yeah, he's, a, he's a real daredevil. Yeah, um, he's something. So, <laughs> he, so he has a motorcycle. He always had a motorcycle, like all his yeah. life. And he was... 
my parents were engaged. And I think it was like, I mean, it was really close to the wedding, like a week before or the week oh, no. or something oh, really no, close. No, no, no. So he's out for a motorcycle ride. And um, like, I forget, one of his sisters went to pick my mother up at her job. And she's like, um, you know, George got in an accident. And he got in an accident. And he had, for the wedding, the arm and the... You know, and back then yeah. it was like the '70s, so it was like the big, huge, like plastic, plastic cast, cast from the with down. the rod oh, the from his <laughs> hip to his elbow. Like, I'll... so he was like a waiter. You could hold his tray, <laughs> like that in the pictures. To the day he died, it, like his, if he lifted his index finger, the tendon all it, fucked up. I mean, it like every time he lifted his index, the whole tendon came like straight up off his hand, like all the what way back did he to wind his up wrist. Breaking? I mean, he broke his arm and something, but then he also, like, somehow mangled his hand. You know, like... Punched the pavement? I have no idea what he did, but <laughs> but ten, it always... My whole life, that's all I could think. I still, if I picture him, I picture the tendon sticking oh, up in his whole hand. disturbing. Had that, did they take him to the wind? <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Or oh, some of them, I don't know. So he, you know, he always had that, but he he continued to ride, to ride bikes. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. I get it. The, like, I have a very close friend. She and her husband ride their bike. Every Sunday, that's what they do. Yeah. I understand the freedom of it. It feels amazing. Yeah. You're up, though I don't understand these people who ride to like California on a bike. My ass would be killing me. Yeah. Nothing about that sounds fun yeah. to me. I need like a motorhome. I want to be laying there, yeah. eat. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Core strength. And yeah, you're sitting up. You mm. can't even eat McDonald's while you drive. <laughs> I don't get it. But anyway, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I, I understand it. There's a whole image that goes with and everything. I have no desire to be a part of it no. in any way shape or form and i mean when my kids were little i'd be like where do motorcycles make you go to heaven mommy yeah. you know it like don't get on one i no. would ride in i mean we went to bermuda can we get mopeds no are you crazy no are you crazy because you'll get hurt it. here and then they'll fly you to boston you know yeah. father it's yes. happening i no. witnessed um you know because a they drive on the wrong side of the road yes they were on these little crappy vespas and the guy goes to take the turn on the wrong side of the road. And you oh almost head on God. with another car. And yeah. literally the whole bus was like, <gasps> waiting. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not getting off. I'm on vacation. I'm not going. Nope. nope. Not on call. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Thank God he swerved around oh right God. at the last minute. But it was scary. Yeah. You know? Yep. Okay. Nothing wrong with motorcycles. Just, I don't want to be on one. It's just, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. And everybody driving has to be mm-hmm. careful. Yep. I mean, I, the most of the motorcycle people I know... Take it very seriously. Yes, me too. But you see these young kids flying at 120 miles an oh hour going God. down. There's no need. 95. If I'm you like, were in a car and hit something at 120, you wouldn't, you wouldn't survive. You wouldn't no. Yeah, but then you, I've heard people say like, well, if I'm going to go die, it's, I'm going to go out the way I want to go out. I'm like, that's... No, it's not fair to anybody else that's there. Yeah, no, Anybody that's to treat no, you, it's awful. I don't want to see that. No. Okay, on that lovely <laughs> happy note, we're going to finish this episode up. The following episode might be another two-parter because we're going to be talking about Hurricane Katrina and the effects on the, the effects on the hospitals in the area, which were shocking. It's, I mean, everybody's heard of it. Every, I knew what was yeah. happening. I, I knew it was, oh, was that was like, a terrible, oh, the levees broke. Like, that's awful. I had no idea any of this I, happened. I second that. None of it. To, I, I would watch on the news and I'm like, oh, that's, that's bad. That's terrible. And then I read it and I was like, this was like Armageddon. Yeah. It was And you bad. almost, I mean, it's awful, but you'd see people like on the route and you'd be like, why didn't you leave? Yeah. They told you to yeah. leave. Why didn't you yeah. leave? And then you read that and it's... The breakdown oh of my God. help yes. started at the local level straight up to the White House. Yes. You can't blame one person. It was multiple, multiple. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. It's going to get long because we're going to talk about the intensity of the storm, how New Orleans was set up for failure mm-hmm. with their levee systems and everything, and then we're going to get into how bad the hospitals got. Mm-hmm. So um, you won't have to take a break from us. You might get another back-to-back. Oh, my and God. I love that. What, what, what? So excited. Um, and, you know, we're always looking for ideas and everything. You want to throw anything at us, we'll cover it. Somebody actually gave us the idea for Katrina. She's like, have you read this book yet? And um, I picked it up, read it, and it was great. So we have um, we got an email mm-hmm. from Wendy from Georgia, and it's not a motorcycle or a boat. But it's golf carts because there's plenty of those that are going on too. Again, not a toy. Not Looks a toy. like one. But kids play with it all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, let my kid drive the golf cart and say, bah, 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 bah. nope. Nope. So. All right, so Wendy, this was a very detailed, detailed email. I'm not going to read it word for word, 
because it's long. It's, it's very, very long. Um, and there's names, and I just I don't know that I should say the names. But um, so anyway, so Wendy First writes names in. Only. Yes. So Wendy writes in um, that this all happened on a beautiful warm day in March of 2001. Um, she says she had a teenage daughter and she, you know, she was having typical mother daughter teenage battles happening. Angst. So she had called um, her daughter that day as she was leaving the office um, to make like a mother daughter dinner date. Mm-hmm. Her husband was away on business and she's like, oh, like what if we You're go out for dinner? Yeah. Which is nice. Um and she said she was with her friend, Brittany, and they were on their way home on a major highway. The daughter and the friend, Brittany, were on a... Stephanie, the daughter, and yeah. her friend, Brittany, were on their way home okay. from a um, golf store. Brittany, the friend, needed to buy her boyfriend a new golf club for whatever. My boyfriends were not playing golf in high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she was on the I-575, which I'm assuming is a major highway. highway somewhere yeah. down there in Georgia. Um, so the... Wendy told her daughter, Stephanie, she'd be home in 30 minutes and they'll go get dinner. She said, great. So she gets home. Stephanie's Jeep's in the driveway, but there's no Stephanie in the house. Um, She called Stephanie's phone. There was no answer. She called her husband, who was away in Augusta, meeting a client for dinner. And he, she told him, like, her car's here, but he's, she's not here. And he said, don't get it mad at her. She's probably just late. You know, yeah. t- typical teenage. Husbands always protect the daughters. I, my I, daughter's got my husband Wrapped. Yeah. Wrapped. Don't get mad at her. Just yeah. have a good dinner. You know, when she gets home. Yeah. Have a good time. Let yeah. it go. Um, so Wendy starts doing chores, emptying the dishwasher. She's waiting for her. Um, she's putting the dishes away and her phone rings and she picks it up. Um, and she knows it's her daughter and she says, Where are you? Before the mm-hmm. um Stephanie can even say anything to her, like, Well, you know, yeah. where are you? What's going on? Where the hell are you? I've been yeah. doing dishes for half an hour. Right. And the next thing she heard out of her mouth was, Mommy, I was in an accident. Oh, and this is a teenage girl, and you don't, yeah. Ever. Right. The only thing worse is the police coming to the door and oh, saying, no, please. Your daughter's been in an right. accident. So her teenage daughter, Mommy, I was in an accident. So she's going through her mind. And she's like, I just went down the I-575, and there was no accident. So, like, I don't think she was on that. So this is weird. And then the next thing, uh, a woman she didn't know was on the phone telling her that Stephanie was in a golf cart accident and that her foot was cut. And she told her which golf course and which hole she was at, because apparently they lived between two golf courses. Okay. So she said, okay, come to hole, you know, 15. <laughs> Meet me on. at the 18th hole. Right. Um, so she said she sped through there. It usually takes five minutes to just get out of the neighborhood. It took her five minutes to get to this hole. Like, she was flying there, because yeah. your daughter's telling you she was in an accident. Um, I'd be acid elbows out that door. Yeah. Man. So she gets there. Um, she walked up a driveway, like, to get to the hole that must have been in the backyard, and the firemen were there. And they said, oh, your kids are fine, because they th- thought she lived in that house mm-hmm. with the driveway. She said, no, my daughter was in the accident. And they said, oh, come oh. with us. Um, Again, words you don't want to, oh. No, right. Um, so there's her daughter on the ground of the golf course, um, exposed bone on her ankle. Yeah, there's dirt hurts. and pine oh straw God, everywhere. Hurts. Yeah. Pine straw. That shit's everywhere down in Georgia. I don't, is Bar. it like in the Cape, like the pine needles? Kinda. Like that? It's like Frank's Red Hot. Put that shit on everything. It's <laughs> on the roofs. It's in the oh. bushes. You know what it is. It's all those pine needles. That like come... in the cape. Like yes. On the... Yeah. Oh, you okay. can't get away from it. I um, the medics told Wendy that Stephanie possibly had two broken legs and internal injuries. And oh, my God. That she was so banged up. That's what they thought was wrong. And Stephanie just kept saying, I'm so sorry, Mommy. I'm so sorry. I'll never get to cheer again. She was a cheerleader. Yeah. I'll never get to cheer again. I'll never compete again. And Wendy just tried to, like, you know, reassure you'll be fine. You'll get to do everything again, blah, blah, blah. So they get her in the ambulance. She called the husband who was away on business. He comes, you know, flying oh. home. He, she called the, her other daughter away at college, and they, they drove home to see her because they're telling her she's severely yeah. injured from a golf cart accident. Which you wouldn't think. No. So um, they get to the hospital. They take her back right away. They thought she was bleeding internally. From whatever they were seeing, they thought she had internal bleeding. Um, they ran tests. There was no internal injuries, thank God. Um, no, brain, no, we, no even broken bones. No broken bones? No. I thought there was a... Oh, okay. So no, you, you could see... Okay, yes. Okay, okay. So she had um, third-degree burns from road rash. Oh, road rash. And it was down right to the bone um, on her ankle. So they clean it out... Um, Bandage it, sent it home. The next day, they had to go to see a plastic surgeon. She has 
multiple surgeries. She's the mother, Wendy, had to take like six months off of work to like nurse her back. They had to do dressing changes constantly. Oh, you, I imagine all over the place. Yeah, and they had. She said it looked like, well, you know, it was like a mess. In the, like there was like a war zone. There was so many people coming in and out. Yeah, she's like, you know, people just come to visit. Coming in. You got the right. visiting nurse coming in. Um, so she had to have surgeries after surgery. She had to have skin graft. So you, ha- when you have a skin graft, the site you take the skin from Leave is now mark. scarred. Yeah, and then the area that she obviously had these. It never looks the same. No, it's, it's severe injury. So she said she was very, and this is a teenage girl, you know, she was very self-conscious. She homeschooled for the rest of the high school year. Um, she did, you know, she graduated and walked across, and she wore long skirts, long pants, like she wouldn't wear shorts. They're in Georgia. It's Right, we would be melting. Um, but she said as she got older, you know, she accepted it. She wears shorts, she wears skirts, like she's yeah. back to normal. And it probably she's, after years, it you get feels used better. To it. Right, looks better. Mm. Um but that was all from a golf cart accident. The friend apparently was driving the golf cart the wrong way on the path. They came to the top of a hill. She lost control, like got nervous at mm-hmm. the top of the hill and flipped it. The friend fell out and Stephanie was dragged and oh she was pinned under the cart and dragged. And two golfers had to lift up the golf cart off of her. So be careful on golf carts. Well, because you know people are always drinking when they're golfing too. And I'm not saying she was. No, I don't think means. they were. I mean, they were little kids. But no. they're kids, but... I'm- the teenagers fooling Driving around in the golf because yeah. it's like a toy, right? Like a boat or a motor. Yeah. It only goes so fast. Right. How, how, how much damage could it do, right? They can flip. Oh, when it lands on you. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Wendy, thank you for that story. Thank that you was very crazy much. Crazy good. Um, it fit right in with this episode. I I'll know. tell you. Um, again, people, you get stories. Send them to us. Scissors and scrubs at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We're looking for Katrina stories next. Do you know anybody involved in Katrina? Mm-hmm. You were involved in Katrina. Mm-hmm. You oh, smell like Katrina. Flooding stories. We'll take whatever you got. Yeah. So um, on that note, we're going to wish you a wonderful summer. And please, please, no drinking and be careful. Well, drink, but not on motorcycles and boats. Well, boats. No. Yeah. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.